2: Welcome back to the program. As we settle in here, we're here weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern, repeated the show at 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. in the morning. Also check out the Kelly and Company podcast available to you from your favorite podcast platform. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald. We are the hosts of the show and uh, we settle in on our Wednesday every couple of weeks to talk a little TV. So we welcome Greg David, AMI's communications specialist to uh, to discuss the latest in TV news and entertainment, today he's here to talk to us about the hottest genre on television. Greg, what might that be? Wow, I mean, it's not cop dramas or sitcoms about uh, the, the, the dumb dads. It's holiday TV movies here.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy that this is possibly the fastest growing genre on television. I know that I've spoken not only on with YouTube but also on uh, now with Dave Brown kind of like a mocking tone with the holiday TV movies and how cheesy they can be. But this year, new ones have been on the air since October. Wow. Since before Canadian Thanksgiving, there have been Christmas movies available for people to watch, and they are going to continue until the end of this year. It is just crazy how this genre has exploded in the last two years.
2: Have you seen any um numbers as to how many are made? I know we talked about that. We talked last year, the year before, about the town here in Canada where they make a lot of these movies in different locations they, they, that are all these little Christmas villes. Um, do, do you have any idea how many, because I think you told us at one point how many they were, they were projected to make and maybe it was 2020 or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to say. You'd have to go through each of the production companies, but we're going to get into the Ottawa area in a bit where there were 15 that were filmed in the area just in the last year. So when you think about that, you multiply that by, you know, big and small cities around the country of Canada and you know, it's literally dozens of of these things and they make mm-hmm. money. Like we've talked about this before. People love to, you know, just kind of go for their comfort television, especially during the pandemic and whenever there's kind of unrest in the world, people want to turtle and they want to go for that comforting stuff and that's what they're getting out of these holiday tv movies
1: and i been turtling since before canadian thanksgiving <laughs> okay so as you said we've talked about these movies before and how diverse they've become as well uh has that continued is that the trend in 2022
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing really unprecedented diversity when it comes to the storylines and the casting Uh, from same sex couples to black, brown, and Asian lead characters to even wheelchair users. Uh, There's a ton of diversity in these projects. Now, the bad news is there is no no, uh, lead or supporting actors or actresses from the blind and partially sighted community in any of these TV movies, uh, these new ones (laughs) this year. So that's the big black mark on the genre is that they need need to be in you know truly inclusive and that means get blind and partially sighted deaf and hard of hearing uh you know uh, invisible disabilities uh, all involved in these projects as well
2: when you writers out yeah. there do a script about christmas coming to a blind school yeah and you could mm-hmm. like can... maybe do one in the Did 40s you write maybe that one? eight no but my right. fingers are working now
0: I think, um, well, we, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they set it at like a, a a blind school in Brantford, Ontario. Uh, you know, a gentleman goes back to his roots, and you know, um, he's from London, Ontario, and he goes back to his roots at the old school and plays Santa. I think we're we're putting the script together wow. right now.
2: Well, it's better than him playing Scrooge <laughs> and stealing all the trees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could be the twist that happens at the end.
2: Yes, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. That's right. Ah, fooled you, how a Good merry sounding, one. Not bad. From a production standpoint, Greg, and you mentioned the 15 shows done up near Ottawa in that town because they bring tons of money to these locations, Um, as as you say, the holiday movies uh, craze with them being filmed. A lot of uh, smaller communities seeing quite a windfall of productions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal are seeing the bulk of television and film production on, in a regular year. So those smaller communities really get to take advantage. smaller ish communities are seeing a windfall of production on these projects. Like I said, 15 holiday movies in Ottawa just this year is crazy. Yeah. Um, that's not too far away from where I'm living right now. And uh, according to the Ottawa Film Office, that contributed $28.5 million to the local economy of course that means uh you know hundreds of jobs and locations being used so that's just ottawa but cities like hamilton uh, calgary Brantford, and others are being used all the time for these holiday tv movies as well and you know it's it's just great you know everybody gets to to reap the benefits of, of these popular productions they need to film somewhere and all these smaller communities are are taking advantage of that
2: Wow, that's when we really push the myth that Canada has have snow in July so they'll come up and film and we'll just say, "Oh, it's just a sudden warm spell. We don't understand what the snow is, but film anyway." Use some cold oh, the- flakes or something or frosted flakes.
0: Oh, the best is when they're filming and you can tell that it's July because the (laughs) snow, quote unquote, snow is, uh, you know, it's tucked very, very closely to the buildings and it looks suspiciously like, you know, that styrofoamy type of material. (laughs) And you're like, you know what? The fact that it's not melting either is an indication that uh, these, you know, the the budgets aren't huge for these and, and, you know, you have to film all year round so that you can have them out in time for Christmas.
1: Yeah, but it's still amazing to me how dozens probably more of these movies are being uh they're being produced they're everywhere like streaming service cable tv everywhere mm-hmm. and and yet people are tuning into all of them like honestly people are so anyways folks that tune into these projects will recognize some of these familiar faces from the 90s uh holly yeah. robinson pete candace cameron Bier, and lacey chabert did i say any of them incorrectly Uh,
0: Candice Cameron Bure and Lacey Chabert. That's tough.
1: There you go. All right. Well, thank you. And, you know, it's all going to be better than uh, El Paso at uh, any point. So they (laughs) started in projects, like we said, from the 1990s, but they're seeing a resurgence in their careers in these movies. So talk a little bit about that with us.
0: Yeah. I mean, along with uh, (laughs) joking about the synopses, I used to joke with my partner that these films were kind of a dumping ground for 90s stars. But, I mean, they are getting the last laugh because uh, in addition to signing lucrative contracts to make these projects, they're getting executive producer credits as well. Uh, You just mentioned Candace Cameron Bure, who was on on Growing Pains. Uh, She just completed a contract with Hallmark where she starred in 30 holiday TV movies from 2008 until last year. Lacey wow. Chabert this past February signed a two-year deal with Hallmark to star in and executive produce pro- projects and Holly Robinson Pete who you also mentioned has signed a contract with Hallmark that will keep her making holiday TV movies uh, there's a Canadian actor named Paul Campbell uh, who used to be on a, on a couple of uh, like fringe comedies that really didn't get much, many rating much ratings here in this country but uh, in the last couple of years he's been in a handful of these holiday TV movies And part of the fun is when these names pop up on screen, just recognizing them and saying, I remember that person from that show or that movie or whatever. And so, you know, far from it being a dumping ground for people, people are flocking there and they're making a lot of money off of the projects they're signing on to.
2: Wow. No
1: kidding. It's kind of like the Hollywood community of holiday movies. And they're still making their big bucks.
2: Or or voice work, right? It's like you have a certain amount of people that are involved in these and they just recycle the same people like doing cartoon voice work.
1: But then you recognize them for these movies, which is still kind of comforting. It goes back to that again.
2: Yep. And not only only that... that.
0: And not only that, you said recycling, these TV movies are broad, broadcast every year, right? So if you make a TV movie about the holidays, you know that it's going to be replayed in, you know, for That's years right. and years to come. So it's, yeah. you're really establishing your own brand as an actor or an actress when you're in a Christmas uh, project.
2: It's hard Mm -hmm. to believe that there was a time where people just, hey, man, they might do one Christmas movie or episode of a TV series, one in their lifetime. Now you've got people that are being hired on. Now you're going to do these 30 movies, right? All Christmas. So we've joked in the past about the storylines for these movies being, uh, you know, really following a basic formula. They always involve a young woman from the big city going to a small town where she falls in love and learns the true meaning of Christmas and family. Is that still true, Greg?
0: Yeah, for the most part. Uh, But I do have to say that they're getting more interesting. Um, I watched a a movie called The Royal Nanny on W Network this past weekend, uh, a holiday uh, movie. And it was set in London, England, and it told the story of a spy. And she did some undercover work as a nanny in a royal household in an attempt to thwart a kidnapping Uh, that was possibly going to happen to this family. So, I mean, that's a little bit more dark, right? We're not just talking about going to a small town and going into a bakery and eating a cookie that's the shape of a snowman. We're getting a little bit more dark with our storytelling. Um, It was very well acted for the most part, and it featured some stunning scenes in London. Uh, You know, the movie still ended with the storyline on Christmas Day with presents and kissing, but the journey to get there was really unique. And I mean, that's the thing. That's the other thing you need to have not only diversity in your cast, but you need to have some some diversity in the stories. If you're going to be churning out, you know, 50 to 100 new ones every year, sure. you've got to have some kind of change in those storylines.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I wonder, you know, how many people want to go back to the old, the classics that they uh, are already comfortable with because of that factor during the holidays? Or, you know, how many new ones are you going to take part in? So you've mentioned uh, W Network already is one place to watch holiday movies. Where else can we find them? Everywhere. That's the short answer.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to pay extra for Super Channel and you already have that, that costs a little bit extra per month, and they have a bunch on every night. They've signed a deal with Hallmark uh, to broadcast them, and they're also getting into making their own as well. Um, Netflix has a bunch too. The uh, specialty channels like W Network that I mentioned and Slice both offer these types of movies. But the other thing is, even if you have basic cable, CTV and City TV are both broadcasting holiday TV movies on the weekend. And I I noticed that um, uh, just this past weekend that they were both showing them throughout the weekend. So lots and lots of places you can find these movies.
2: So is this an industry, Greg, that's just making sure whenever you feel you want one of these movies, they're on? Or is there a, a viewpoint that the people who really enjoy these will sit there and watch two, three of them at least a day?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely the fact that people are tuning in means that they're going to be making more of them, and and the research shows that that people love these movies. Uh, It goes back to that comfort thing again. um, You know, uh, a couple of years ago... Yeah, yeah, and and even like when the pandemic first started, my partner and I would sit down. I remember that first Christmas, watching them every night of the week. Like, what's it going to be? This, you know, what's going to be on W Network tonight? Let's watch it. Um, and there was there was that real comfort in there that yeah, as cheesy as some of the storylines were, there's there's a lot of fun in in that too. It's kind of like you could do a little bit of a drinking game around some of these things. Like, are they going to kiss under the mistletoe? Yes, take a drink. Uh, are they going to end up on our, on a under a Christmas tree farm cutting down a tree? Yes, they are. Let's have a drink. So there's there's that you know that kind of built-in fun and i think to be honest with you if you're watching them with other people that almost makes the holiday movie even more fun because you can tease what's going on and and make fun
2: the holiday movie board game comes out now yes
0: yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine a holiday movie clue game oh that would be amazing
2: it's really Um, interesting because of the predictability
1: yeah, I, I, I really think the predictability, and that's why it's um, very interesting to me, you know, as they keep getting more diverse, and as you talked about the disability representation and all these other things, Greg, still, you have to keep it snow, keep it Christmas, you know, keep some kind of storyline in there that people Hot chocolate feel like marshmallows. This, yeah, yeah, like this yep. is still a holiday movie, or else if you make it too interesting, then people are like, well, that didn't feel very holiday-ish.
0: Right, right. Where's the Where's the famous hot chocolate recipe that they always have to have that's been handed down from generation to generation? Right. Listen, it's steamed milk, some cocoa, and some sugar. That's all it is. That's any recipe. And I mean, next week, I may be living one of these holiday uh, movies because I, my partner and I, Ellen, are going to go to the Museum of Civilization here in Ottawa, and they're doing a tree lighting. So she was joking with me at lunch that Aww. are we going to do a, like a big countdown uh, like they do in the tv movies and 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 share a smooch with one another or other people next to the tree we might have to do that just to have your Maybe own the movie the
1: museum of civilization was featured in one of these movies
0: if <laughs> oh,
2: um, as the probably. tree if you probably. were uh if you were in one of these movies do you want to play the partner in a couple or do you want to play the scrooge like character i just or, want to or, be in
0: the i just want to be in the background acting like i'm having a discussion and eating the food that's on the table that's what i want to do yeah Okay. <laughs> it's not real food, yeah. Greg. Is oh, it are normal? you sure? Hey, it matches the the, the, craft snow. Ser- the craft service's table is real food, Ramya. I know that.
1: Okay.
2: It's made out of I'm the just same saying in stuff.
1: in girls, they had to keep spitting out the food. And I was like, that sucks. Oh, right. <laughs>
2: sort of like That's spitting right. out the wine at a wine tasting. It's made out yeah. of the same stuff the snow is made so. out of. Right? <laughs> yeah. Have fun, Greg. Enjoy next you week's go. tree lighting ceremony. Thank you. <laughs> Join Greg David every other Wednesday here on Kelly and Company to talk all things television. Up next, Ryan Delahanty, he's going to bring us some details on the upcoming accessibility town hall in Halifax. We'll get all that from him after this.